Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we have an Ethereum-based project soon to migrate to Hedera, the Deviants powered by Astronova with their founder, DG. How are you doing today, man? All good, all good, mate. Uh, how's it going on your end? Doing very well, doing very well. Very Happy good. to have you here. We've heard many exciting things about your project, and it seems to be that in one day from now, you'll be giving away a free mint on Ethereum. Right, right, absolutely. That's exciting, very exciting things. So, but I'm mainly more focused on your migration to Hedera, because, I mean... Our, proj- our podcast, The Alt Kings, we typically sway away from Ethereum-based projects, but you raise an eyebrow to me. I can't lie. You, whenever I saw that it said Ethereum and Hedera, I was just like, wow, this is honestly one of the first of its kind. We've seen some other projects kind of try to migrate from Ethereum to Hedera, but it's not been at the scale from what it seems that you guys have. You guys have over 120,000 followers on Twitter. And when I saw that amount and I saw the engagement that you're receiving on these tweets that you post out it it was quite astonishing and so i'm curious one what was the main reason behind the migration to hedera after this freement and two uh what about hedera really interested you the most right so a little bit about our journey uh to you know our migration and stuff the start back in 2020 mid of 2020 uh, 2022 we were a project we started in 20, 2020 uh, with around uh, five to 10 uh, initial teammates. Right now, we have a team strength of around 75 teammates, and uh, we are we are a global team. We have teammates almost, uh, almost in every country. And uh, we've been working on this, uh, this project as like to build a Web3 gaming legacy. And... Uh, Ever, you know, Astronova being a meta RPG game, it's just an MMORPG. We call it a true MMORPG. So we had to make a choice of a good network, you know, a blockchain solution, which actually can solve many of the problems that, um, I mean, doesn't have the problems which many other chains have, whether it be stability, scalability, uh, the gas, whatever. And... Uh, towards uh, last, the mid of last year, we were fortunate enough to, to, through one of our dev as well as one of our advisor, they gave us basically the you know an insight into what Hedera has been up to. At that time, Hedera was mainly focused on this uh, enterprise-grade solutions, uh, as we all are aware of. But they were taking a step into GameFi, and I would say we were lucky as well because. The moment they start taking their step into GameFi, our advisor advice, I mean, he told us like, you know, you guys should give this a sh- shot and this is a really good thing, you know, a good good network to uh, actually build out on. When we researched, uh, you know, it was kind of like a no-brainer. And uh, that's kind of how this entire project pivoted. And ever since then, we've been getting a lot of, uh, a lot of support from the Hedera Foundation, HBAR Foundation, even the Hashgraph Association. So they gave us one of the largest grants. They also gave us uh, 
um, we are pre-approved for their upcoming cohort from the Hashgraph Association, their acceleration program, where they help assist in the fundraising and stuff. So in multiple ways, uh, Hedera was a really uh, amazing choice for us. And even 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 apart from that, uh, like we really like the community. What's what's on you know going on here? Like uh, even for this uh, upcoming, so we have this Deviants uh, NFT which is coming up, uh, and so this goes out in phases through these uh, through these min passes, and these this this first collection is on ETH, which later has an evolved uh, Deviants version which is on Hedera, and. Um, when we were actually building out our community, we we noticed that the 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 group and the vibe here was very welcoming, and at the same time, they had a very tight knit group of uh, you know it's kind of like a tight knit group of friends here. So they only have three thousand to five thousand guys on you know buying and selling NFTs, but the point is everyone knew each other, and uh, uh, like. For gamer, I mean, when we're building a gaming project and stuff, that matters a lot because these kind of guys are like diamond hands, and uh, this is exactly what a game like Meta, you know, Astronova needs. Because for the initial set of community, having OG diamond-headed communities is exactly what we need. Obviously, the Web two adoption and stuff go- comes, you know, later. But you have to start from somewhere, and the square one is basically. You know, it should be, it's the NFT community. And if it's our own chain, that's the best. So that's my personal point of view. I do like ETH though. I I know it's just, uh, there's too many flippers and, uh, you know, mad deacons over there, but I do love them. You know, everything has their plus and minus. So um, that being said, um, yeah, like, that's basically our journey from ETH to Hedera. And uh, so far it's been wonderful. And uh, we look forward to, we have been trying, we, we have been talks with most of the projects on Hedera. So we look forward to, you know, collabing with, with each of them one way or another. Nice. Yeah. I saw you awesome. guys did a partnership with Hedarian <laughs> Dragons. And that was, they're right. very, very well known in this space. Uh-huh. Yeah, they've been around a long time. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. Uh, we got into, uh, cl- we did collabs with uh, Creamies, uh, uh, Koala Hash Club, and a few other names. Um, I think it was uh, Local Lizards and uh, Royal Clubbers, and yep. uh, even Patches was a good friend. Like he's 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 a nice pal. I think he's from yeah. Hashcraft Hunt, right? Love Patches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, these are all well, very well-known names that we have also hosted on the podcast. Nice, that's great to hear. Yeah. I'm yes. honored to be <laughs> be here. So it's ten thousand animated and VFX enabled in-game NFTs dropping tomorrow for completely nope. free. No, <laughs> no, okay, no, and yes. So ten thousand animated VFX enabled NFTs, correct? But uh, those NFTs, they are dropping on March 15th, not now. Gotcha. So what's dropping tomorrow is basically the Silver Mint Pass, which gives you, which enables you to free claim your Deviant on the launch day. It's like tickets to the movie. 
So uh, this gives you like guaranteed uh, guaranteed allocation and claiming ability, so that you can claim on the on the launch day without any kind of rush and stuff. You know, you you know it for sure. You yeah, have it definitely. Yeah, it's like a wireless pass. Yep, wireless pass without no over allocation. People are complaining about over allocation for tomorrow's so. <laughs> though. That's fair. Do you do you really quickly you want to run us through the different types of passes? Yeah. I know that I know that you know the silver one is going to obviously be the premier one because it's minting tomorrow, but yeah, you, know, you also have diamond and gold as well. So if you could maybe touch on those features as well that are sure. available on uh, OpenSea. Sure, sure, sure. So even though they were initially designed as um, you know uh, passes to just to claim the deviant. Um, this was done in different tiers. So it starts in diamond, then there's gold, then there's silver. So the diamond passes for the early community. This is like the first community who was grinding, learning more of the, about the projects, doing riddles, and you know, those all sorts of stuff. They know the thing inside out. They, stay, they stick with us through everything. And uh, then the second, so, so this group basically gets access to certain uh, privileges like uh, there's an exclusive Discord channel for them. They get uh, early access to uh, lore, creatives. Uh, they get to vote on certain utilities, you know, when it should come out. And uh, even have some say in some um, lore aspects where they can actually integrate some stuff. So same goes for the gold. Uh, these guys actually paid money uh, a certain amount. So not everything was free. So that's gotcha. a different here. So the gold was, uh, it was paid. P these are people, OG backers. These guys paid money to uh, get into the collection. It's triple two supply collection. And uh, the, both the diamond and gold were sold out uh, towards sometime uh, mid of Jan. And uh, okay. these were like, uh, these guys get some, some somewhat of a similar privilege as the diamond. They get to... Uh, they get a vote on things, they get to have some say in the lore and creatives. So there's plenty of utilities for the deviants, like, you know, um, for instance, uh, we have this animation come in, we have swag shop, merch shop. So they get to choose like what comes first and, you know, if there's some things should be tweaked in real life merch. So that's the kind of utility we have. And uh, the silver min pass, basically, this is like the last round of uh, mint pass we have so they get to have early access to the lore and creatives um, going forward we will be having the deviants web comics so the mint pass users will be having some discount or even um, exclusive access for a limited period of time so um, that's uh, that's mainly about the the passes and Many people asked whether, you know, these mint passes will, you know, cease in existence after the demons are claimed. So that's not the case. They do have a, uh, uh, they do have a reason for existence, even tied to the lore. These are like the last resources in the Astronova world, and that's how they were crafted from. And uh, they are used for, you know, boosts in uh, battle, battle pass XP and stuff like that. So... They do have a clear utility even after the Deviant's Mint, uh, making them not a useless NFT, even after its main purpose is fulfilled. Yeah. Not bad. Makes sense. So the gold and the diamond have already been sent out to their purchasers? 
Yeah, that's uh, that's been done in the middle of last month, Jan. Gotcha. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. So you're finishing up the the silver now, and silver is it a one to one ratio for the silver mint passes? They get only one mint. So uh, diamond gets one is to one, gold gets one is to three, and uh, silver is one is to one. Right. Gotcha. The first NFT okay. is free, and the second one is. Uh, 0.0035, which is basically around five to six dollars. That's it. Um, if you consider the amount of, it's not mean. It's not a way for us to monetize. This is a, this is a community. This is a complete community building exercise that we're doing here. Uh, these these NFTs um, are ones which our team worked on for more than a year, and uh, they have. They're like 15 different species with 520 plus traits, makes it, making them even more diverse than Azuki, if you know about the number of traits Azuki has. And yeah. it's kind of like having 15 different collections bundled into one, different proportions, different heights. And these are like the team behind this. These guys made uh, games like Assassin's Creed, GTA V. Oh, um, and... More than a hundred k dollars spent on making these, but I'm sure. the the drive behind this is to have Astronova the game more reach and more exposure by having more community partake in this uh, in this uh, activity. So that way, when we're rolling out, you know, further stuff, we do have an active crowd to actually see and hear. This is the fastest way that we believe uh, for us to. Uh, for a project like ours, uh, which has been building in the background for two years, to accelerate and get the results that we need. That's incredible. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. What what are what engine are you guys actually yeah. like building That's in? What I was Unreal, in- Unreal Engine Five. Yes. Nice. Unreal Engine for the win. Yeah. So it's going to be able to support both Ethereum holders as well as the Hedera holders. No, no, it's, no? it's a, our game is pure Hedera game. Pure Hedera. Okay, so you'll be migrating everybody who holds through Ethereum to Hedera, more or less. No, no. So that's no? what I said. So it's kind of like this, mate. Um, so the 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 Debian they're gonna have on March fifteen is kind of like let's say Pikachu. Okay, uh, the Deviants have more character and personalities, but let's say the Deviants on fifteenth are gonna be like Pikachu. The ones, the evolved ones, are Raichu. The Raichu gotcha. is what's going to be there in the game. Pikachu is how they used to look in the in the story. So there is like a story where you know these guys they had to ingest a certain crystal, and that crystal caused an evolution process, and that's how that's why they look in that evolved form currently. But this is like the past tense. So there is some really crazy story which is going uh, going on. And uh, I don't want to release too much because uh, I'm pretty sure our creative lead, uh, Ben, our uh, CSO, he he loves to, he would love to be the one who spilled the beans about this. Sure. <laughs> sure. So what will the sense. supply be on the evolved ones? Um, yeah, it'll have the same. Okay, so it'll just be a one-to-one split, more or less. It'll be like... You have a OG. You have a OG deviant, which is on ETH. You'll, there'll be a crystal, and uh, you have you mint the crystal. Basically, you'll get a evolved deviant on the Hedera network. Gotcha. And that can be used in the game. Yep. yep. 
Cool. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you want to run us through some of the uh, some of the features that you guys already have kind of in the works for what the deviants actually can do in the game and what they might be able to provide for for whoever holds them? Sure, sure, sure. So the deviants are actually meant to be in-game companion characters. So if you have them, if you have them, it's gonna give your main game character like uh, special perks abilities and also it helps you unlock certain missions which you won't able to uh, uncover otherwise so it basically the deviants are a way to uncover the mysteries of astronova uh, we're talking about a game like world of warcraft a story like world of warcraft and a gameplay style like elden rings this is the fact this is the easiest way i can uh tell you like what sort of thing that we're building um, I know that uh, very few footages and stuff about the game is out there uh, because mainly because the MVP we have, which we made in uh, mid of December, it's only exclusive for the investors right now. So there would be a community phasing uh, MVP, which will be released sometime in March. I believe it's going to be towards the end of March that we have a, a community phasing MVP. And most likely we'll be having our deviance holders do the first trial run for you know like the initial test testing it and they'll get the, yeah, the alpha. Yeah. for it very cool yeah so that's very, very cool that is very cool yeah. what caught my eye the quickest kind of what i reinstated earlier was how big your following is and i'm just curious about how you're able to manage to get it to this size what were some okay. of the things that you went about marketing-wise or bringing more exposure into the Deviants and Astronova to create this big, broad audience? So think about it this way. Usually a project has how many mints? Once, right? We are right now on the third. So it's kind of like it started with uh, Astronova having uh, so Astronova had its own airdrop program and stuff, which was tied into the Deviants uh, allow list. So that started off and that had like a ripple effect. And towards that time, we uh, we started our Deviants uh, marketing and stuff. So Deviants, I, I, I think it had to do a lot with the meta as well. So. The initial meta was a lot into pixelated stuff. So towards the deep, I mean, especially during this time, if you notice, ever since uh, AKCB has uh, gone live, uh, a kid called Beast, we did notice that there's a small, there's uh, not a small, there's a big interest back in 3D, uh, 3D NFTs. And... Um, that has caused a significant shift because, you know, when we actually do analysis, we can see that, um, you know, projects with like pics, uh, what do you call it? That, that feed project, pixel feed, feed pics. Yeah, feed pics. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> there's projects like feed pics and, um, you know, meme land is obviously pixelated, but then it was catching fire. So that meta, right now, the uh, the meta is again shifting slightly back to, gaming and uh, 3d so that actually uh, matters a lot because if you have a trend going on and your project falls into that trend it catches on fire very easy second thing is we had all these uh, different partners helping us you know uh, keeping us uh, giving us this wide exposure bts labs for instance 
helped us uh, with our marketing in the SEA region, heavily, heavily with the Asian, you know, like people from Indonesia, Vietnam, Philippines, sure. very popular. And these guys are basically early investors in projects like Avi and Polygon. So very wide um, influence they have. And uh, then we had uh, uh, like, then we had this uh, min pass, I mean, min passes each time being pushed. So each time we do, we had a lot of collabs coming up. So, you know, more people get to know about it. Maybe they didn't decide to mint on the diamond. Then they decided, okay, gold might be the better. Now there are more people in the, in the you know, silver. So we think it's just going to keep on growing because of the fact that this is a faced mint. And each time we're doing marketing, like it's day one for each face. Right. So that's, uh, that's the main reason why we have that huge hype. And a lot of the projects know us by now because the same guys, you know, oh, it's there, it's them again, you know. It's their next, <laughs> it's their next min pass. So uh, we did get a quite a bit of contacts, and even in the Hedera space, we've been really active uh, recently. Yeah. So uh, you know, the Hedera family has been really, uh, uh, they have been uh, they have been joining us as well from helping us promote. So I think it's a mixture of all these things, uh, which caused that really huge sudden amount. Or like I think a few days back we were at ninety k, and then suddenly yeah, you were you were yeah. at like around ninety k a few days back. <laughs> right, and then and then there was this sudden catapult uh, that you know things just took off. Like a lot of these, uh, I mean, I think we were uh, we had a few advisors uh, coming in recently. One of them was uh, uh, Mr. Hacks. He's basically the founder of uh, Alpha Gang X. He's a very well-established uh, alpha call, uh, I mean, alpha group uh, founder. So, yeah, like, you know, multiple things coming together. We had, we were successful. We were fortunate enough to have uh, this kind of audience. So we're really thankful for what happened. And uh, I think it's just going to keep on going. And uh, we wish that the meta will still stay, uh, stay the same because by the time we launch, it should be, uh, still into 3D and animated uh, NFTs, hopefully. That's exciting. I look forward to the launch. Mm -hmm. And you said the launch is in March, yeah? March 15th, right. Exciting. Will yeah, cool. this project need yeah. to sell out for it to be successful? Well, you're giving it for free. Well, yeah, more specifically, the uh, the, the past. Yes. You mean the money, Sorry. money wise? <laughs> yes. No, you're giving for free, right? Wherever you're making money here. Okay. So it's if if the day the day this was all decided that this was going to be like freement and a community building exercise, that kind of changed. This was never. This is not the source of revenue for uh, Astronova. At max, it can pay a little bit of, you know contract deployment or something like that very very less it it's more of a way for getting this project more of the exposure that it requires and that is what our investors and our partners are looking at you know so we have to build the community for the game and uh, that's the kind of checklist that we are clearing out and uh, we do have enough runway to um uh, continue, you know, continue our project for the next two years. We 
have uh, another grant coming from the foundation as well as even from the uh, association, which is promised in a couple months. So we're good to go. We have yeah. uh, a clear runway and uh, we're right now just going trying to get our uh, other rounds closed so that we can we can we can start building this huge uh, game that we are just working on. So th that's what what I said. So this MVP, this this consumer facing MVP, will play a key role in uh, helping us close the remaining rounds as well. Yeah, yeah, and that's always like the initial sort of not not issued, but just like challenge of what you guys are trying to do of doing a, fr a free to play but with battle passes and, you know, those, those sorts of things. And it is, it always takes a big upfront. It's, it's basically a big upfront cost. Mm -hmm. And then you make it back in the back end by doing right. you know, skins, battle passes and all that stuff. It's a smart, it's a smart model. Yeah. And not only that, it's kind of like this, even, uh, even, even like huge base, like give them premium and then take them to premium. So that's the kind of model that we're trying to look at. And uh, we hope that, you know, it works out. And uh, we do have some big incubators. Um, I mean, we're in talks with some huge uh, incubators and we're currently undergoing that process as well, apart from Hashgraph Association. So nice. Cool. Yeah. So it's, it's relatively all self-funded besides all the grants you're receiving from other foundations and stuff. Yeah. We've been in the space for quite a while, mate. Like, uh, yeah. To, 2020 we've been like uh we've been just building mainly focused stuff. on ethereum though yeah no mainly focused on building a right game and actually figuring out whether we can do it sure so the blockchain element part wasn't much of a concern because for for starters uh i'm not a gamer uh if uh, i'm building that i know so our road is more like uh more like the route which uh the founders of riot game uh you know they did because they're not they're not um they're not game people they're businessmen yep. like me uh mm -hmm. we we know how to run good businesses uh we you know figure we figure out what's needed so me uh, i was into crypto since a very early stage like around 2015 time and uh, same goes for my other partner uh so around 2020 we decided that we'll start this you know uh, a blockchain game uh, we researched for one year with uh, all our contacts and we did a lot of R&D. We talked to the top game people, game studios out there, Blizzard, Valve, Activision. We even had like um, uh, the ex-president of Riot Games actually um, give us guidance on how to build our MMORPG. Uh, Mr. Jin, he's the ex-president. He published, uh, he helped publish uh, League of Legends. Uh, so he... Like you know, like a lot of lot of great people, great individuals. Some then joined us, some then didn't, uh, and that's kind of like the journey we had. And at present, we feel that we are in a much like towards twenty twenty two was when we started like you know proper game development and stuff. And towards the end of the year, I mean last year December, we got our MVP sorted too. So. It was a gradual process, and we we believe that uh, all, we have what it what it takes to you know ride out this bear market if needed. So you've been here for two years. You plan on moving into the next two very strong. I mean, 
you've taken these first two years to establish yourself very well-roundedly and get a, a quality understanding of the right direction to take with this with this game specifically. And right. now the, the next two years is more or less for expansion and making this game as immersive as possible. Right, you got it. Gotcha. Well, that, that's exciting to hear. And what I'm curious about now is, I mean, because up until this week or prior to this week, I, I've never known anything really else about you guys. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. It, it didn't necessarily pop a red flag in my head, but it more or less was just like, whoa, we got some big head. We got some big, big people, it seems as if, coming into the space for HBAR. And one that's going to allow whoever decides to join from your guys' journey into your journey through Hedera, it's going mm-hmm. to bring just a lot more exposure over into the Hedera sides of things, which is overall a win. I'm just curious about now just the years to come, moving forward, what are the steps? I mean, it seems as if – I mean. We've, we're only talking to you at the moment, DG, but it seems as if you have a, a very wide variety of team members behind this, developing this out, considering that it is free, though, but you also do have those passes. So I'm just curious what the next two to three years look like to sustain this project moving forward. Because, I mean, it is self-funded, but you there's got to be some sort of motive to more or less make your money back. Mm-hmm. Right. Good question. Good question. This is something what uh, all VCs want to ask nowadays because now everyone cares. Uh, like this wasn't be, wouldn't have been the case if this was Bull Run and GameFi Summer, but yeah, right now this is you know everyone wants a project which makes money. They need revenue before the game is out. <laughs> the D right. the, the the DD is very 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 strict. So, uh, to answer your question, basically, um, yeah, the mint passes and stuff, this goes as, this is mainly um, a community building exercise, like I said, but not everything else is. So, I'll get to that. But before that, um, to the... To the exposure we had, uh, we we brought the the amount of community as well. We brought to Hedera ever since we started our community building exercise. So we started our um, we have this several campaigns started in the mid of uh, December, and ever since we started, we have onboarded around 30,000 30, plus wallets, Hedera wallets. New wallets are created under Hedera after we started our campaign. And this is uh, this is a proven number and uh, check because we have an exclusive partnership with uh, Blade Wallet, which is basically our ex- you know main wallet provider. So they're the ones who are tracking all these. And um, not only uh, so this is part of our airdrop as well as our marketing campaign which we have. So um, then we had uh, uh, in terms of the 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 development over the next. Two years, so we we hope to have our game uh, released sometime towards the end of twenty twenty four, at least like an alpha version, something like that, beta or alpha version. So er early game will be going out at that time, and um, till then, what's going to be happening? So our game economy was actually made by 
Mr. Philip Black. He's uh, he's a renowned game economist. He has been part of several AAA games like Call of Duty Black Ops, and even part of uh, his last job was at uh, Amazon Games. Amazon has a gaming division. And uh, yeah, so he was the one who designed our uh, game economy. And uh, we made like a sustainable game economy along with very, uh, with things actually in place for that. We have these revenue models which can start even before the game is actually launched. Because that's the main concern nowadays. How do how does this project make money apart from NFT drops? We have drops, we have, so apart from the Deviants, we have um, Orion's Realm, which is land, then we have Sentinels, which are like the DAO heads and uh, several other stuff. But the way how Astronoa mainly monetizes is basically apart from the game, before the game starts is mainly from battle passes. So we have a battle pass system where there's several other stuff, which I'm not going too much in detail, but battle pass, basically there's, there is a, there is a, there is a time, I mean, every one, one and a half or two months, Battle Pass will be dropped and there will be certain rewards and XPs and codecs and stuff where users can see their, you know, player profile. So the game begins before the game. That's the motto that we follow. And this way, um, if everything goes well and, and uh, you know, our plan actually succeeds, we'll be having somewhere around eight, uh, 75 to $100,000 made every one to one, I mean, one and a half to two months. So this is the kind of revenue we'll have. Uh, and um, that's going to be very much tied with the game lore, which will be explained. So before the game actually launches, uh, the users will have pretty much a good grasp of what's going on, but at the same time, not too much so that it doesn't kill the thrill of playing the game. And as any MMORPG starts off as, it's even ours will be starting off as a RPG game because it helps the user understand what this environment, the story and stuff is. And towards maybe the third or fourth season, we'll be continuing as a MMORPG. This is the same style which games like even Final Fantasy, uh, you know, approaches. So this, we're not trying to reinvent anything. It's just that our method is more a mix of bringing the web to successful uh, successful subscription, I mean, battle pass model onto web three and making that actually the standard. So, you know, you can call us more like web two guys uh, in terms of the gaming side coming to uh, web three and trying to, you know, uh, make a route over here. Makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So just from the battle passes, you think you'll make over a hundred thousand dollars per month, month and a half, two months? Yeah, two months. Yeah, because if um, if you have uh, a proper community to actually buy, where they're incentivized to buy these kind of things, yes, you can. But this all depends on how much, how successful. So you understand now why we're doing. It's like a, it's like a, it's kind of like a big bet we did with the deviants which starts off this entire um, entire process. So this is how we begin our game. And slowly, bit by bit, we'll be rolling these things out. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and you guys are smart to launch on HBAR too, because if your game, like, really starts to blow up, the 
I, I feel like you guys can really harness the power of what HBAR can do. They have, and then that way there's no bottlenecks with the Web3 side of your absolutely. game. Absolutely. You got that right. Uh, they even have Ubisoft as partner. And uh, we just, yeah. we, yeah. So, I mean, not us. Ubisoft is a partner. It's I mean, you, yeah. yeah Government Council. Right. So, yeah. uh, we requested, like, at one point, like, once after this thing is sorted, for us to have the only thing is they take a lot of time to respond so we're looking forward to that and uh, we do have some great partnerships as well which we have secured in the past like nvidia we're part of their inception program and uh, we're also part of uh, microsoft founders hub so uh, these all have given us good grants um good grants and good benefits in various different ways some of them in um not exactly as investments, more like as uh, technical technical uh, uh, things like uh, NVIDIA has their Omniverse um, uh, software, which can, can be used to develop a lot of, you know, environments and stuff. And they also have this a um, uh, lot of credits for AWS, uh, their VMs, like one of the main VMs that we are using to render all these stuff. It might take a usual PC, uh, maybe... 10 days or 10 hours to mint, I mean, not mint, uh, to render. This will take us just like 10 minutes or, you know, one minute and a half. So it's very cool benefits that they have provided us. I'm really thankful for that. Definitely. Yeah. It's just, it all seems, honestly, God, it's, it's hard for me to really grasp it all just because it all seems really <laughs> very structured, but damn near too good to be true <laughs> i guess i mean we've never seen we in my personal eyes i mean there has yet to be a big just really really big influential people coming together to more or less create something that has yet to be done on this scale on hedera i mean we have a right. lot of very small talented builders who build on their own and collaborate as a whole, like you were talking about in the beginning with just how Hedera is such a small, tight-knit community. We all work very well-rounded together, but we don't have really any big big names that are coming into HBAR to necessarily build something to this scale. Right. Yeah, well, we, we've been saying it for, we've been saying it for a while, you know, it's, it, all it takes is one giant project to hop over yeah. to HBAR before so, people are like, wait, what's HBAR? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's this exactly goes back to what I said. So the moment uh, HBAR was stepping their, I mean, dipping their feet, toes into GameFi, that's exactly the moment that we have, uh, you know, gotten into it. We, yeah. So we got in at the right time and we've been getting good, uh, good support and stuff. So be good. Um, even in terms of like the incubation thing, like. Um, I'm. Uh, I just remembered like one of uh, one of my founder already spilled the beans in the uh, last two AMAs or something. So it won't make any difference. Basically, we uh, this is like uh, like in terms of the credibility and stuff. We got again. Short, I mean, this is we got shortlisted for Brink Animoca, which is and their incubation program. So we are like on their second round of um selection as well so earlier we had um last year but uh last year's uh program was mainly like uh 
It was a specific program where Animoca was doing it especially for their sandbox. They wanted a game which works well with sandbox. At that time, uh, we didn't we made it to the last round, but then we didn't make the cut because uh, ultimately was uh, you know it was a decision of Voxel versus uh, our Unreal Engine Five game, so it didn't work out. But this time, however, this program is completely independent of sandbox. It's still part. It's still Brink and Animoca, but um yeah we're on the second round and we we do believe that we can crack this time it's not not no no i mean this is our second time as well so we know that yeah second time's a charm <laughs> second time <a> charm. Yeah. <laughs> so this is pre i mean uh about the about the visibility and stuff yes as i said before we've been building it really quiet um we yeah. had it was bootstrapped me and my other founder, we've been bootstrapping it this until even the mid of last month. Only even Hedera was uh, giving out grants that we started, you know. Actually, stop bootstrapping it because now we start having start other to capitalize. Exactly. So uh, until then, we were kind of like building in stealth mode, I guess. Uh, but not exactly stealth mode, but yeah. You can say it in a way. And only, only recently, I've been going super much into AMAs. Uh, and all these things. Uh, I was, I was mainly into talking with you know new investors on a daily basis. That was my role and job at that, or before that, before the start of the year. That's what you said right when you hopped on the call. You said this is quite a little bit of a different type of conversation. I'm used <laughs> to talking to these venture capitalists and stuff. Right, right. It it has uh, greatly shifted. So uh, I know, and it's a good thing. Like you know, it's fun. Uh, over there, it's it's like five minute elevator pitch, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On to the next. A lot chapter. less stressful here. Yeah. So that's uh, that's kind of like my journey, and uh, I hope you uh, guys liked what I had to share. Of course, yeah. Appreciate your time, and it seems as if by the end of the twenty twenty four, the Deviance game will be, and it's. Full, not necessarily full no. evolvement, or full, not, most fullest not, evolution, but it'd be at a scale alpha. where it's actually playable. So, a small correction in that the Deviants game actually is uh, dropping out towards the end of this year. It's a mini game. The Deviants are an IP of its own. They are, they're kind of like the Avengers in the Marvel universe. The Marvel universe is Astronova. So, gotcha. These guys have their own uh, mini game, which will be launched somewhere towards the end of this year. Most likely, it'll be a mobile game. We were thinking of something like Clash of Clans. Nothing is set in stone, so I don't want this to be like another, uh, like an announcement or anything. It's it's something we still are thinking because our main game is obviously Astronoa, and that's where we will be focusing our resources, also our attention. But at the same time, we want to have. A small, fun game for our Deviant holders, and uh, that is something we w we plan to do it towards the end of this year. Well, that clears up a lot. Okay. Yeah. So if you did, if you did want to do that, I I assume there wouldn't be able to be real like NFT integration with that because of how restrictive Apple is with their ecosystem. Uh, yep. Probably that. Yep. Maybe we haven't completely yeah. uh gone into it because. Uh, we do have like around seven indie game studios, which we are partnered with. This is one of the first things that we did when we started off as. So uh, most likely, um, 
while Astronova is done in-house and with our main uh, game studios, uh, the Deviants will most likely be outsourced to one of our partnered uh, studios too, because you know it's uh, it's a major undertaking taking another game, making sure everything yeah. works. So something of that sort will be oh, yeah. going ahead. So yeah, like uh, as you said, yeah, Apple, uh, the Apple and NFT thing. Um, so yeah, that 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 uh, that's a major drawback. We might be having to. Uh, address that or find a solution somehow. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Man. Yeah. I have something else to talk and I have to talk to our lead game developer. Yeah. Or you can just release it on Android because, you know, they're Google, I feel like is a lot more friendly when it comes to that. They're, they're kind of dabbling their toes and all kinds of different. Google is going stuff crazy. Too. Yeah. I mean, we used to hear some crazy stuff about them. I think they're really mad at the, <laughs> uh the chat gpt stuff and you know people overtaking them with a on ai but yeah we never know what they have in store they always are two steps ahead from what the industry is building definitely yeah yeah i think they bought actually a uh, controlling share of uh of chat gpt as well recently speaking of ah, <laughs> nice there you go <laughs> so well, dg yeah. if there's anything else that you'd like to end on Speaking on regards towards the Deviants and Astronova, I think we've cleared up a lot of great questions that have been asked through our community as well as a lot of our supporters. And I mean, a lot of my personal questions have been answered as well on this podcast. So, I mean, I just want to thank you for that. But if there's anything else you'd like to end on, by all means. Um, so, uh, guys, uh, I think I'm not sure when this podcast is going to get uh, uploaded and stuff, but then... Uh, there is that mint coming up tomorrow. So if you guys are there, do check it out. It's a whitelist only mint for the first day. So um, only if you're whitelisted, you can come. And um, it's basically a free mint. So if you have the chance, do do, do make sure that you can uh, join that. And if you guys are a Hedera uh, project, then more than happy to have you on board. So that's pretty much it. And uh, thank you, Tate and uh, Mate, for... Uh, I didn't get your name. Ru Rudant. Yeah, or, or Corpin. Either one. Okay. Most people know me by Rudant, so I just leave it as that. Gotcha. So <laughs> um, thank you, Tate and Rudant, for you know having me here. And I uh, uh, hope you guys have a great time and speak to you guys soon. Of course. Thank you for coming. Sounds good. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, this has been the All Kings Podcast, and we will see you all next episode. Peace. Bye-bye. Right.